And welcome to Killer Crime and Sister Time. Does anything sound different, bitches? <laughs> you guys should see Liberty's face right now. She's so like, fancy. Like, I feel like a real podcaster. Also, just so you know, I think you could probably back up because when I listened to it, you were like loud enough. Just so oh, yeah. Okay, so like right here. Yeah, wherever's comfortable. I think you're good. Yeah, I feel like right here. Okay, fancy. So obviously, you guys can't see us, but we do have microphones now. So, yes, really- and I have a, I have a super fancy uh like soundboard thing. I'm very official. I know. I did not get that because I'm not that responsible. But <laughs> you also don't need it if I have it because I can control the whole thing, so it's okay. No, literally, I just do the Instagram. You do the actual like podcasting. Right. <laughs> So how have you been? How's your week been? Because now we're actually like back on a schedule. <laughs> yeah, um, I've been working from home, so that's been fun. Um, it has actually been nice. I'm sorry, also in advance, um, oh, if you hear my dog, because he's in here with me. He's so sweet. <laughs> I can't believe you're like a dog mom. Like that just baffles me that you're old enough to like have a dog <laughs> to be responsible for another life. Now we just need a baby. Well, we got a while on that, Bestie. <laughs> <laughs> I hate to break it to you. God damn it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's been good. I've been working from home because I had COVID. Um, oh, sorry. I'm getting text messages on my laptop. Please ignore those. If you have your phone open, then it doesn't ding. Mm, okay, I'm going to do that. Actually, you know, I think I might just mute the conversation. And then it's like everyone muted. So when I like texted him, it was like he muted this. And I was like, damn, like this motherfucker really doesn't want to talk to me. Who? Will. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He has everyone (laughs) muted, though. You're good. (laughs) Um, Zigzag, can you not chew a mom's chair? That'd be really cool. Um. So, yeah, I've been working from home. It's been good. I feel a lot better, which is very exciting for me. Um, <laughs> and I go back to work on Monday um, in person. Okay. Yeah. Too- How's your week been? Uh, well, one of my roommates was in quarantine. She's now back. She just came back like 20 minutes ago. Love so, that for her. Yes. Um, and then... Uh, like half of our house is quarantined so that's lovely because as you guys know I'm living in my sorority so lovely but you know doing the right thing we're wearing our masks we're isolating so do take all the right steps um I'm in a microbiology class right now and that sounds really scary when you hear like microbiology but it's actually really good is it it's a lot of fun and the professor's scary but she knows what she's talking about. So I think we just perceive women who know what they're doing as scary. But in the in the mean in, in reality, she's a one she's wonderful. So um what else? Yes, I have a post-COVID cough. That's what's really been going on. Yeah. I also have that. And I'm like, I promise I don't have COVID anymore. I just I, I got the cough. Literally, like at PT this morning, I had to be like, hey, like, I literally don't think I can run right now. And she like took two steps away from me. And I was like, no, it's not. I was like, it's been 23 days since my exposure. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> I just am dying inside. Right. Just a little dying. But yeah, it's been a very boring week, which I really appreciate. That's good. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> you see this embodied arm in the background. I can see her too, so I just see her like trying to be discreet anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, I'm just so excited to use these. Are you ready to get into it? I am so excited to use these. These are so fun. Um, and yes, I am ready to get into it. Can I start? Because I found a crazy one. Yes, you can start. So, oh, yes, this is another thing I was going to say. Sydney's been way better at this than I have been. But I told her that I really wanted to start to put, like, more effort into, like, researching these well. Like, I really look, like, when I look up to someone who has a really good podcast, like, I really think of, like, Em and Christine, you know, and how much research they put into it. And I really just, like, wanted to be like that. Because I feel like I wasn't putting, like, I wasn't giving my one hundo. And I totally can do that. Like, I have the time for it. 
And I've seen a lot of criticisms of like true crime podcasts lately on like um, TikTok. And so I was trying to take those criticisms and I um, and like put them here. So a lot of things I saw was like, you know, make stories more like surround or like, you know, based upon the victims and less like, you know, I don't think we've ever romanticized like serial killers or any killer. I think we've done a pretty good job of that. But I'm just saying like, you know, make it more like victim based Um and a lot of comments were also like, you know, bring awareness to like unsolved cases. So, you know, maybe Sid and I try to do like some of those a little more. So, yeah, that's what I was. That was my little preface that, you know, we're making some big improvements this year. Getting a little more dedicated to this shit. Yes. And also speaking of unsolved cases, that's our theme this week as well. So, yes, that is our theme because I was like, gosh, I really like we haven't done an unsolved case in a while. And you know, like TikTok said, like, it's nice to bring awareness to, like, some older ones, but I actually remember this one happening. Um, it was the year you graduated high school. So, you know, back in, like, the 80s. <laughs> you're <laughs> Get it? Because you're old. <laughs> hey, hey, fuck off. <laughs> you're rude. Never. Um, okay, so this one is the disappearance of Lars Mittentank. Mittank? M-I-T-T-A-N-K. Mittank? 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 It's German. Oh, know. then it's probably something like Mittank or something. Mittank, yeah, exactly. So he was born, this is really important, but he was born. Christine would know. Yeah, seriously. Yeah, because English <laughs> is the first language. <laughs> God damn what I love them. I do too. <laughs> so he was born February 6, 1986. So, you know, you two are pretty similar in age. Dude, fuck you. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> he's only like nine years older than you. So he disappeared July 8th of 2014 in Varna, Bulgaria. So I don't know if you remember this one, but I remember this one because I don't know. I used to watch like creepy, like creepy pastas on like youtube and shit because i was weird yeah and like this was one of the things on there because it was like new and it's like really mysterious so um on june 30th of 2014 this german man lars travels to a resort in varna bulgaria and i'm pretty sure it was like a golden um Golden Sands Resort. Yes, that's what I was looking for. It was Golden Sands Resort. So okay. um, he gets there July, June 30th with all of his friends and shit. Hello. <laughs> Sorry, I live in a room with multiple people. <laughs> um, so on July 6th of 2014, God, that door is so loud. <laughs> I know. I, guess, I literally was sitting there when she, opened, she walked into the room originally and I was like, I don't know if they're, like, tearing down Tri-Delta or what's happening, but it's very loud. happening? No, it's just, like, it doesn't close if you don't, like, slam it. Like, the lock doesn't go in. Um, yeah. So, July 6th of 2014, Lars and his friends, they're hanging out in Bulgaria. They're having a good time. That must be the vacation spot for Germans because they're at this bar and they run into more Germans. While they're watching a soccer match over there, it's football. Football. Soccer. Um, they're watching a soccer match between Bayern Munich and another soccer club from Germany. Uh, I forget the name. And um, they get into like a verbal like altercation for some reason because I don't know why that's so deep, but whatever. So soccer. <laughs> fuck man, I guess. Um, so they get into this verbal altercation. Lars and his friends end up leaving. Um, but Lars leaves his friends, like, in front of the restaurant, like, slash bar they were at. Like, he just, like, splits up with them. Um, disappears for the rest of the night. Literally, everyone's like, what the fuck? Like, where'd you go? He shows back up at the resort the next morning and was like, yo, I got jumped last night. Like, he's, like, beat the fuck up. And he's like, I got jumped last night by four guys and he thinks, this is what Lars is telling his friends, he's like, yo, the guys who we got into an, a fight with last night, they hired some locals to come fight me because it wasn't the same four dudes that they got in the yelling match with. It was four different dudes. So okay. he was like, I think these other German guys hired these four locals to come jump me. Why he split up with his friends, no article told me. 
none. Um, Good. I know. So he ends up having a cracked jaw and a ruptured eardrum. And this is the, the day they're supposed to leave. And the doctor's like, you can't fucking fly with a ruptured eardrum. Like, you can't do that. Oh, okay. I do remember this now. Yes. yes. So he ends up having to stay an extra night in Bulgaria to, like, give it some fucking time. And during this time, um, this doctor prescribes him Cefprozil. So that's important. Um, he was prescribed Cefprozil um, for antibiotics. Um, and his friends were like, yo, we'll stay with you. Like, we'll postpone our tickets. Like, it's literally fine. Like, we'll just stay with you. And, and he was like, no, like, just go. Like, it's whatever. And he was in a fine mood. Like, everything's fine. Um, so he checked out of the resort with his friends because I bet it was expensive. Or they just didn't have the room for him to stay another night. Um, he checks out and checks into the Hotel Color Varna. It's probably sounds a lot prettier than that in the language it's supposed <laughs> to be, but um so there is like so you guys can like actually look it up like are you doing your eyebrows right now? <laughs> I am I've been working all day from home so I haven't been able to do my makeup and Will and I are grabbing sushi later <laughs> come on <laughs> I look up and I'm like, what the fuck is this bitch doing? <laughs> also, your dog, it looked like a human for a second. Like, he's so big. I thought he was a human in the background. Oh, he, did he leave? He left. Okay. Because like, he's been under my chair, just like moving around. And I'm like, can you stop? <laughs> he just wants some mama time. Oh, God. He's so, do you guys have a yard at your new house? Um, kind of. It's We have like a backyard slash back patio area, but we share like a fence line with our neighbors and stuff. So like, we can't let him like roam free. Yeah. Damn. Um, so there's like video footage of him in the airport and in this hotel. So like, that's like when this case really became popular and like, hence when I saw it on YouTube. Um, so they start seeing him. He's like wandering around the hotel Weird behavior, very erratic, like, shaky. Everyone said he seemed like he was, like, fucking on one. Like, he was crazy. Um, um, at one point, he, uh, cameras show he hid in an elevator for a prolonged period of time. No one knows why. Before leaving at midnight to then just come back, like, two or three hours later. That's weird. Yeah. So, he actually only stayed one night at the Hotel Varna um, cause he was leaving, he was planning on leaving. So originally the plan was to leave on, I think the seventh, but the doctor told him to wait a little bit. So then he was going to leave the eighth. So it was only like a one day difference. Okay. So from, from what I understood from all the articles, because they all said he only stayed one night, which would mean that would be the eighth. So mm -hmm. he only spends one night at this hotel. Um, and the whole time everyone was like, he was scared and paranoid and being fucking weird. He calls his mom around midnight um, and during this one night stay and says, you need to cancel my credit cards. You need to cancel my debit cards. Like someone's trying to rob me. Like these four men are going to come back and kill me. He calls his mom and is like, yo, um, his mom's like, what the fuck? And yeah, his poor mom. That has to be scary for her, too. I know. And so um, nothing really happens after that. I think she gets him to calm down. And then um, reports say that he, like, texted her once he got to the airport the next morning and was like, hey, like, I made it here. Like, I'm going to go check out with the airport doctor and then I'm going to go. Right. So, Bars was last seen. Um, oh, no, I'll get to that in a second. So, he could, he goes and he's like, I'm going to go consult with the airport doctor, you know. Um, and cameras show him in the airport doctor's office talking to him checking out making sure everything's fine the doctor said he was very like shaky and nervous and erratic um when a construction so from the first article i read it said an unknown man and the second article said a construction worker that was working on a project at the airport came up to the doctor and lars lars flips the fuck out and he's like someone's gonna kill me and he like jumps up sprints through the terminal security guards are chasing him they're like what the fuck is going on like he just he's running he's running he finally gets outside climbs a fence 
runs into a random meadow. Um, they see, you see him running into a sunflower field near um, Bulgaria, near, near Bulgaria Highway 82, and he's never been seen since. Yikes. Yeah. So my so here I have a slight theory. It, oh, I, I have a really quick question first yes. before you get into theories. Of course. Is this on like CCTV footage? Yes. Oh, that is so creepy. He literally just hops the fence, runs into some fucking fields. You never see him again. That's so weird. No one can find him. His mom, right. German police, they've done like years of investigations. So um, my theory, so there's like more reasonable theories than this, but I mean, or I don't know. First thing I always think of is fucking supernatural. This man's being chased by ghosts. Who knows? But no, that's probably not realistic. So helpful. <laughs> what happened? What I think happened was, you know, how he thought that the Germans paid um some locals to jump him. I think maybe yeah. the construction man just happened to be one of these random locals that jumped him the other night. Because you know, oh. like smaller guy, maybe hanging out at a bar. Like he runs into these Germans and he's like, "Hey, like go beat up this guy." later and i'll pay you right like do you I, think the the construction worker actually like realized that's who it was or do you think he was just like walking over there to do something i think he might have just been walking over there to do something i he probably didn't mm. or it's some government something and lars found something he shouldn't have or some shit and it wasn't it was just some you know he's being chased i don't know he was very paranoid that's what like that's like crazy shit he was saying so could the medicine do that to him? Yeah, so that's one theory. Okay. So a rare side effect of cefprazole um, can induce psychotic um, symptoms such as hallucinations and paranoia. But it's really rare, so that's why I was just like in a healthy like in a healthy like twenty year old man. Like really, like is that really gonna happen? But especially because he wasn't. It doesn't say he was on anything else. And usually like. Shit like that happens when you combine, like, antibiotics with, like, other things. Right. So, um, another theory that his mom and, like, the police had was it was a combination of maybe a concussion, um, maybe drugs he took with his friends, and the antibiotics. So, just, like, everything fucked him up at once, and, like, nothing, like, got better, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah so that's like really the only thing they really have to go on but they haven't found like clothes they haven't found anything no body and this was in 2014 and they still haven't found anything no um there was one possible sighting a trucker claims he gave him a ride in 2019 but that was never confirmed um there was another sighting of a man who kind of looked like Lars. He was wandering around Barcelona and he had no fucking clue how he got there. This is like 2016. Turned it out. Turned out he was just some random Canadian tourist. Like it was Lars. Right. <laughs> I don't know how the fuck you managed to get that fucked up. I was gonna say. Valid. <laughs> Especially to not know where you are. And, like, you're really far from Canada. <laughs> you're really far from Canada. But, yeah, so, literally, we have no clue what happened. And we've never heard from him again. That's this kind of so reminds sad. me of that case I talked about, Brandon Swanson. I think about that fucking constantly. Right. Where he, like, disappeared from his car and no one ever found him again. Right. That's so creepy. Are I, there, like, efforts... For this guy, are, like, his parents still looking for him or anything like that, or? Let me double check. I mean, I don't think they've ever stopped looking, but. Right, it's your parents, but. Right. Um. He specifically, he specifically told his mom, foreman, I don't know, drugs. I know there's also theories of, like, drugs or human trafficking, because apparently Bulgaria has really high um, human trafficking rates. Hmm. Um, where? There's literally, like, nothing. Like, it's all um, just articles about what happened. There's no, like, place to report, like... Any information you any have? Because I looked for that, because, like, as you know, I'm trying to be a little more, like, victim-focused. And so I was like, what the heck? But... 
especially since I think it's from another country. I don't think like they wouldn't expect him to get all the way across the pond, you know, like right <laughs> across the pond. I, I was so gonna cool. say, who are you? <laughs> I felt really cool saying that. So <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, are we ready for my story then? Uh, yeah, we are. Okay, I'm so excited. Um, so my story this week is about Rebecca Corium. And I actually got this from TikTok. Um, let me pull it up really quick just so I can give the creator that I got it from credit. Um, I sent it to myself. One second. Okay, so S Rose 520 is the one who oh no, that just kidding. Who she's replying to. Um Rob and Haley, have you seen them? They talked about uh, Gabby Petito a lot when she went missing. Which one's Gabby Petito? Oh, yes, yes, yes. That was crazy. Yeah. So Rob and Haley are creators who talked about, like, they talk about all sorts of, like, missing people and crimes and stuff like that. But they talked about Gabby Petito a lot when she first went missing. So is it two um, people? Is it, like, a Lewis and Clark situation? Like, Rob it is. Like it Lewis- is. It is two people. Uh, it's like a husband and wife. <laughs> like, um, but the the wife generally is the one who is in the TikToks. Right. Um, but so she posted a video about Rebecca Corian, and um, I thought it was really interesting. So let's go. Let's um, so Rebecca was born on March 11th, 1987 in Chester, England. Um, she attended Catholic school growing up and, um, like when she was growing up, she worked at a zoo, um, in her teens, she joined the British army cadets and eventually attended Exeter university studying sports science. Um, growing up, you know, everyone and in her adult life, everyone just said like she was a, um, amazing person and adventurous and all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, after graduation from university, she spent four months teaching sports at a camp in Maine. Um, once her time at the camp ended, she went back to London and interviewed for a Disney cruise position in June of 2010. Rebecca was hired by Disney and headed to Florida for training. She spent four months training and then went back to England for like a two month break before getting on the cruise. Mm-hmm. Um, after her break ended, she returned to the United States, obviously, um, and then was assigned to the Disney Wonder, which is one of Disney Cruise Line's cruise ships. Cruise ships scare me. I know they scare you, which I just got off of a cruise and they scare you. So I thought this would be a good story. (laughs) Fuck you. Um, so the Disney (laughs) Wonder was sailing out of Los Angeles and she worked on the ship, Uh, for nine months in youth activities and she loved it um so basically um she returned home at one point during her employment on the disney wonder uh because her grandfather passed away Mm -hmm. um and she was back in london or england sorry for two weeks um before she went back to the disney wonder um (laughs) And then on March 21st of 2011, yeah, 2011, sorry, I almost said 2021, and I was like, nope, we're not there. (laughs) Um, But on March 21st of 2011, she messaged her parents on Facebook, telling them she would call them the next day. Um, Twelve hours later, Rebecca still hadn't called, and her mother grew concerned because she apparently was pretty punctual when she said she would give her parents a call. Um, And then at 9 a.m. that morning, uh, so, you know, the 12 hours later, anyway, uh, Rebecca was supposed to have a shift um, on the wonder in her little kids camp activity area. But she missed it. Um, Obviously, the crew went and checked her room um but she wasn't there and she wasn't answering any pages over the ship's intercom Mm -hmm. um obviously if she's not in her room she's not answering pages 
that's kind of like a scary situation and people are probably going to assume she went overboard. Um, and so this led to, uh, the crew on the Disney Wonder reviewing the CCTV footage, which showed Rebecca was on the ship, last seen on the ship, around 5.45 a.m. Damn, why is she up so early? Uh, well, I will tell you. So, in the video, Rebecca is on the phone, um, and she's looks upset. She's also in clothing um, that is, like, way too large for her, which... It was, like, a Disney Wonder uniform, so people are, like, was that someone else's? Right. Um, Because her uniform would fit her. Um, And she's, like I said, she's on one of the ship phones, and she just appears really upset. Um, At at that time, um, a young man appears, and he walks up to her, and he asks her if she is okay. Um, In the CCTV footage, you can kind of see her say... Obviously, you can't hear her, but you can you can it looks like she says, yeah, fine. And then she pushes back from the chair and walks away. Um, This is the last time Rebecca is seen, which kind of is a little weird, too, because after her disappearance, um, a man working with um, the Guardian gets on the ship to uh you know do some investigative journalism and he's like there are cameras everywhere like i don't know how this could be the last time she's seen like um and at one point though someone brings up a good point that like well these could have been retroactively put in place because of rebecca's disappearance that's true but at the same time i mean like uh, like not to be like, I mean, like, to be, like, completely honest, like, what, like, not a lot of companies, like, make, like, that fast of changes. I mean, it depends on when this guy went on the ship after her disappearance, like, how long it was. But like It was, like, within a month. Yeah, then no, they're not going to do that that fast. Like, it's a corporation. I guarantee no one even fucking heard about it until about three weeks. Yeah, right. So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, cruise ships move fast. Like, we got off the ship, and within hours, they were already putting new people on the ship. So, I mean, I don't know. But That's true. There's this movie just, about a cruise ship where it, like, flips underwater in a storm. <laughs> it's actually really good. Is that why you're scared of cruise ships? I'm scared of cruise ships because of the Titanic. <laughs> mom used to make me watch it when I was little <laughs> or she wouldn't make me watch it I'd like want to be there because I'd like hang out with the cool kids like you and mom and then all of a sudden I'd be like scared shitless it's like that one time we watched the purge on Christmas <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway <laughs> um okay so back to Rebecca um so obviously, um, this situation uh, launched an investigation. Um, the crew searched the entire ship, and both the U.S. Coast Guard and the Mexican Navy uh, searched the waters in fear that Rebecca had gone overboard. Um, but no one found anything. Uh, crew, Coast Guard, and Navy found absolutely nothing. Um, Like most ships, the Disney Wonder is registered in the Bahamas, so a detective from the Royal Bahamas Police Force came to investigate the incident. He, too, found nothing, but um, he was only on the ship for one day. Yeah. You're going to find in a day. (laughs) Absolutely nothing, obviously, because he found nothing. Um. And he didn't interview any passengers, and he only interviewed a few crew members. Uh, So, yeah. And he didn't find anything, obviously. Um, Pissed, like, her parents are, like, about that. Yeah, her parents were pissed. They came in um, the day he was leaving, and they were like, so, like, what else are you going to do? And he was like, no, I'm I'm leaving. Like, what do you mean? What else am I going to do? And they were like, You've been here for, like, 24 hours. What do you mean you're leaving? Right. Like, this isn't over. Like, my daughter's still missing. Like, you're not just, like, you can't just leave. Like, she's still gone. Yeah. So, 
answers. <laughs> yeah, so that's um, kind of also another point of, of contention in this case, too, is that the um, uh, Bahamas police officer kind of did nothing. Right. Um, also, as a side note, if a U.S. passenger were to go missing, um, the FBI would actually have jurisdiction um, because while most cruise ships are um, registered in the Bahamas for like tax purposes, right. um, the U.S. passed a law that um, if anyone goes missing in international waters, the FBI gets jurisdiction over it. But unfortunately, because Rebecca was an uh, English citizen, and not a U.S. citizen, that law did not apply to her. So uh, for any international passenger, it will be investigated by the Bahamian police um, unless other countries pass similar laws to the United States. Oh, my God. And obviously because the Bahamian, Bohemian police, they didn't do fucking shit. Mm-hmm. I didn't know like, how I was supposed to, like, I didn't know what, the, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I know. I've been trying to figure out how to pronounce that properly, too. So I feel, yeah, you're good. <laughs> um, okay, so Rebecca's parents, like I said, they flew in from England to meet with the ship um, and some Disney officials. Um, they claim, like I said, that the detective told them that he only spent one day investigating the ship and only spoke to a few crew. Um, when they spoke with the captain, he expressed his condolences and informed the family of his theory. He said that he believed um, that a rogue wave knocked Rebecca into the water, but her family doubted this because of uh, a wall and high railings in the area that she was last seen. Well, also, like, it's a cruise ship with fucking kids on it. If rogue waves were really an issue, parents wouldn't fucking bring their kids on cruise ships. Right. And also, um, I kind of get into this later, but um, the, there's a theory that Rebecca went to the staff pool and the staff pool is surrounded by like a six foot high wall on top of the railings that are already in existence. Right. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, after speaking with the captain, they also met with Disney executives and the woman Rebecca had been speaking with on the on the phone in that video um and they thought that they were going to get more time to like actually talk to these people but um they basically were just given that one meeting and then they never saw these people again to actually speak with them and ask questions Mm -hmm. and like they had this meeting after they were flown across the world you know halfway across the world and then absolutely nothing for a missing because i don't think like because I know those execs are just trying to cover their ass, but at the same time, like, how would they feel if their fucking kid went missing? Like, right. would you want that same treatment? Because, like, karma means that's what you're going to fucking get. So, hopefully your child doesn't go missing. Right. But they're rich, so they would get different treatment. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, so, in October of 2011... Oh, it was October. Just kidding. So, it was... She went missing in March, and he got on the ship in October. Okay. Oh. Um, yeah. He the ship till October. The investigative journalist. Yeah. Oh, got it. Got it. Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. So in October of 2011, a journalist took a cruise on the Wonder and began asking questions. Some of the crew seemed uh, to suggest that more was known about what happened to Rebecca than Disney or the police were letting on. Right. Most crew he spoke with stated that she had gone overboard at the crew pool, even though this was surrounded by that large six-foot wall. Right. So, unless yeah. this bitch became Spider-Man overnight, starts fucking webbing it. <laughs> yeah. Um, one time, um, like, this j- journalist was talking to people, and... Uh, One crew member stated that he had um, a friend that had also been on, like, a similar Disney cruise ship. Mm -hmm. And the friend had actually been removed because um, the crew wasn't permitted in the pool when there was um, bad waters. And the guy was still out in the pool when he wasn't supposed to be. Um, And he said that, like, the deck, like when they were in bad waters was just like absolutely ridiculous. It was so hard to stay on your feet and like 
you know, he said it. He and so he was suggesting that it was certainly possible to right. go over overboard, even though like obviously no hundred foot wave is going to be hitting the decks of the Disney Wonder. But he was like, even in bad w- water, like it's something that's possible, like <clears throat> stumbling, falling over. Right. Okay. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean. That's one thing to combat it. I don't know. Um, and it was also just one person who said it. So who knows? Totes. Um, so the theories. Um, because Rebecca wasn't found after a thorough search of the ship and the surrounding waters, many have theorized. Or Sorry. Because she wasn't found after a thorough search of the ship, many have theorized that she obviously went overboard. Right. <coughs> sorry. <clears throat> Dying. Um. Like I mentioned before, her parents are skeptical of this because they, one, have never received a copy of the report from the Bahamian police. And even though they were promised one. Right. Well, I bet there is no, I bet there is no report. Right. Let's be honest. Like. Yeah. And then two, the only evidence they have ever been given is that Rebecca's quote unquote flip flops were found by the pool, um, but they weren't her size or her style. And they had another person's name and room number on them. Well, then why the fuck would they be hers? They weren't. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's it's Chelsea room 252 on it. Like, right. Really? (laughs) they simply were not hers um (laughs) people have also theorized about the phone call that rebecca you know was on that she was so upset about right like was she getting fired or something well okay so some people say um that she was in a really toxic relationship like they had really high highs and really low lows so you know signs of an abusive relationship Um, and they say that she was on the phone with a mutual friend discussing her relationship with her girlfriend and that, that was why she was upset. But I thought that she was on, I thought, wait, hold. Did you, didn't you say that she was on the phone with one of the exec people? Isn't that what? No, no, no. She wasn't on the phone with one of the exec people. That person was just in that meeting with the executives and she never the person she was on the phone with never like said what they were talking about to the parents no because that was the one time that they saw that person and they remember they were jet lagged and shit and then they only got to talk to or they only got to talk to her for like five seconds before being ushered out of the room oh god what are they trying to cover up like yeah i don't know um Therefore, um, after she had that upsetting conversation with her friend, uh, she went to deck five and jumped from the wall surrounding the crew pool. So basically, like, they suggested that she committed suicide because she was upset. Or, I'm sorry. um, Yeah. Just a combination of all the things happening. Yeah. So basically, they were like, she was in this really toxic uh, relationship and it led her to this. Um, So... Her parents had also heard rumors. Another theory is that um, her parents had heard rumors that there was a love triangle between Rebecca and uh, two other individuals on the ship that could have caused, like, been the source of her problems and mm-hmm. therefore um, another reason why she would want to attempt suicide. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> what else? I lost my place. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, So while all these theories of suicide exist, um, her parents are super skeptical also because, you know, generally when you have plans of suicide, um, you aren't making future plans or anything like that. Um, You're giving your stuff away. You text them when you love them, right? Yeah. But Rebecca had um, actually bought her family tickets to Disney Paris and she had continued to make future plans and be in good spirits with messages between her and her mom. So people are like, okay, that sounds really unlikely because people who are planning to take their own lives are not making these plans, you know? Right. And it's also like, I mean, like suicide isn't really just like something like, you just like think about and do I mean like you know it's a lot of confounding variables and like you know chemical things going on in your mind too like it's like if there was no signs of it her whole life and just to just randomly decide to 
kill herself. Like, that's just un- super unlikely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this this theory is highly, like, highly contested by her family. So everyone's like, no. Yeah. Um, on the other hand, a close friend suggested that she may have gone to deck five to clear her head um, after that phone call. And because it was her favorite place on the ship, like when uh, when she needed alone time because like they share decks with or they share rooms with other people and they are always around guests, you know, Um, and being the risk taker that Rebecca and like thrill seeker that Rebecca always was. She probably sat on the edge of the wall and then got stuck up there and was like, fuck, and then fell off. Okay. so her close friend assumes that. It was probably just an accident, and then she fell off the side. Um, And then there's that other theory, like the captain said, that she got swept off by a rogue wave, um, which obviously people are like, how would that happen, considering, like, you're not supposed to be able to be swept off by a rogue wave. But if what that one guy is saying is true, that in rough waters it's possible... Isn't there supposed to be like a report where the water's even rough that night? Like, right. And I mean, that would be a question for the captain. I'm not sure, but. Right. But you think you'd be able to like correlate and ask and be like, oh, well, okay, I get that. Well, then what were the waters that night? Because I know ships keep record of that shit. Right. I'm pretty sure they do. Obviously, I'm not a fucking ship captain, but. (laughs) You're not? Ah, no. Kinda. I don't know. I see this guy on TikTok that works on a boat, and he, like, takes videos of the ocean at night, and it's scary as fuck, dude. I'm not fucking with that. I thought it was peaceful. You're fucking crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck that. Um, okay. So, as of today oh okay just kidding i skipped a section um so obviously there's been a lot of criticism of the investigation um to this day rebecca's family has received little to no communication from disney or the bohemian police right um the police what so to be expected yeah um the police have also been criticized as not being prepared or capable to handle the investigation um obviously if you're only sending one detective and he's only there for 24 hours it doesn't seem like you're being very capable to and you know if like this poor guy is like also like you know i still have a lot of criticisms and like you know you should know in your heart no matter what training you have that that doesn't feel right but at the same time if he's just doing what he's told and like he can't lose his job like there's just like you know there's there's a lot of factors yeah, and, like, you know, if you're not – or if you're not trained to, and like, talk to that many people. Like, I know, like, in certain, like, smaller countries, they don't get a massive amount of training like they do here. Or, I mean, we don't even get good training. Though. I was like, they don't even get good training. Mm-hmm. No, I'm just saying. I mean, like, <laughs> evidence handling, that's a, that's a weakness that, like, a lot of countries have, including us. You know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, And then – Another criticism is that um, many believe that Disney has way more information than they're letting the family or the investigators in on. Well, if that investigative journalist went on the boat and, like, was like, yo, someone knows what the fuck's going on, like. Well, and people told him stuff, but a lot of people also were like, hey, like, this is a serious thing and and Disney wouldn't hide that. And, you know, it I don't know. It it was a lot. <laughs> right. I can, I can imagine. Well, and also Rebecca was Disney's. So like since 20, since 2000, 171 people have gone missing from cruise ships. Um, and Rebecca was Disney's first. So I feel like they were trying to say that, hey, like Disney actually does a pretty good job of like keeping their shit together um but right yeah i don't know i don't know they just didn't want the record of any happening yeah right i'm trying to cover up there first yeah either way um as of today there are still no updates on rebecca's case um her parents have sought the assistance of private investigators 
but nothing substantial has ever been discovered. Um, additionally, Bahamian police have also uh, only ever conducted that one day investigation. Um, I know, I know. Disney's stance. Oh, go ahead. What? Oh, I was just gonna say, you know, it's too late now. I mean, like this happened in what 2011? You said like mm-hmm. witness testimonies aren't going to be as accurate, and right. witnesses. 11 years yeah and they're not even going to believe themselves anymore so like right witnesses can be inaccurate after like 24 hours let alone 11 years um and then today disney's stance is still that she was swept off the ship by a rogue wave um this is obviously not satisfactory to rebecca's parents um and the rest of her family but as of right now, this is their only answer. So, That's yeah, really it is really sad. Um, <laughs> and, you know, it sucks. I mean, it's it sucks if anybody goes missing. But everyone just said that Rebecca was such a ray of light. And, um, you know, she loved working with kids. She loved her job. She loved Disney. Like, so it was why, something. Right. Why would she kill herself? Right. And so, yeah, it's just a bummer. Um, and if, you know, you have any information, uh, her family still has a website up. I think it was Rebecca-Corium.com or .net. Um, but yeah, you could also just Google Rebecca Corium. Um, also my sources were Wikipedia, The Guardian, Grunge.com, and InsideTheMagic.net. Heck yeah. I just, I just think it's so crazy. Like when I die, the first question I'm going to ask whatever, like being, I'm going to be like, yo, what happened to these bitches? I'm literally, I have so many questions. I hope that we become like omnipotent. (laughs) Literally. Like, it's like, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie. There's this movie about these two British guys that like find this alien in the middle of the desert because they're doing a road trip across America. Mm-hmm. Find these, this alien in the middle of the desert, and when the alien taps your forehead, he gives you all the information of how like everything was created and all the answers. Like I wouldn't be like that. Like I want to pat <laughs> me on the forehead and I figure out all the true crime. Right. <clears throat> I need to know who killed John Benet Ramsey, but we know. know. <laughs> we know. <laughs> We'd be knowing allegedly. Anyway. Oh. <laughs> I looked up um disip- when I looked up like unsolved cases like OJ's girlfriend came up and I was like I was like that's not unsolved <laughs> acquitted I mean, innocent <laughs> yeah also if I did it <laughs> <laughs> there was this one thing he like made a statement or like tweeted or something and was like you know I feel super unsafe knowing that her killer's still out there and everyone was <laughs> Posting the picture of like Spider Man in the mirror. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> that meme where Spider Man oh, like, has three Spider Mans pointing at each other. That's OJ. <laughs> That's OJ. <laughs> Allegedly. I don't want to get sued for <laughs> This is all alleged. <laughs> Have you seen that interview he did? <laughs> no, but I'm so excited. <laughs> Let me see if I can find it. He's like, he's like, oh, God. It's like him pretending to stab someone. That's funny. I'm going to send it to you. But you're good to do whatever you want. Liberty's talking to one of her roommates, and yes. they are. <laughs> I was like, you're good to do whatever you want. Like, I Kayla used to fucking do like laps in the room while we were recording, so that's true. But, yeah, he like grabs this banana and pretends to stab the reporter, <laughs> but he's not guilty. Of course not. No. <laughs> so anyway, um, yeah, those are our stories this week. Um. This is so fancy having a microphone now. I know. I feel so official. I know. I posted on my Snapchat story already. <laughs> you did? Ooh, we should post on the... Uh, oh, my gosh. Insta. Yes. You take a picture of me, and then I'll take a picture of you. Yeah, it better be cute, though, I swear. I will be. I'm <laughs> posing for yours. Okay. 
yeah, you guys are going to be involved while we take questions. <laughs> yes. yes you are. Okay. okay. Well, I just need to get a quick. Oh, I need to put this on the podcast and stuff. Yes, Lots you do. Of, like, Eighteen fucking accounts. I know. Should I do like a boomerang? Is that even a thing anymore? Boomerangs? <laughs> I was like, I'm just going to sit here and smile until you decide. Yes, it was adorable. <laughs> okay. So excited. <laughs> okay. Well, we will be back next week, guys, with, you know, more listener stories. If you send us any, um, you can send them to our email at killercrime and sistertime at gmail.com. No capitals. Mm-hmm or anything crazy or instagram killer crime and sister time just on insta that's the only platforms we have because that's all i have time for but i don't know i really think it'd be fun to like have a twitter and just tweet everything that's on my mind i'm just kidding you guys don't want to see that i was like i don't think we want that <laughs> no, no no your husband <laughs> oh <laughs> i was like who are you flipping off right now that checks out though you can flip to them just kidding. Sorry, sir. <laughs> he can't hear you. Oh, but I, I think I'm funny. <laughs> I think you're funny. Zigzag, uh, can you leave Mama alone? Thank you. <laughs> but yes, so send us your stories on there. Sorry, my husband's getting noises. What noise was that? It was applause. <laughs> that scared the shit out of me. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Liberty was ready to throw bows. Okay, no. Well, send us your listener stories, stories you want us to do, um, you know, any suggestions. Like, I feel like the best way to grow is to take feedback. So, I fuck yeah. with feedback. We'll you take know. theme suggestions, too. Yeah. Also, nice feedback. Like, don't be an asshole. Yeah, don't be an asshole. No one needs that. If, no one needs that. if you wouldn't say it, like, in front of someone, don't say it behind a keyboard. If they can't fix it and, like five to ten minutes or with some simple note adjustments then it's probably not something you need to say mm-hmm. the golden rule also what was i gonna say that's a cute sweatshirt ainsley has this vintage tri-delta sweatshirt from her mom that's really cute that's cute i you know really right? like, i'm talking like 90s vintage um what else was i saying you don't like my 2014 vintage tri-delta stuff i gave you it's very cheeky. <laughs> I love you to death, but the themes from 2014 were just You took shit. <laughs> I tried it on. I tried to make it work. Um, <laughs> just some of it. And I mean, not all of it. I kept shit. <laughs> I don't know it's, what that noise your door makes. <laughs> It's the door. But yes, send us suggestions. We'll be back next week. Now we have fancy equipment. We're super cool now. Yes. Yep. Okay. Okay. Well, bye, bitches. Bye, bitches. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Okay, now really. Bye. (laughs)